a bitchin' van, a bitchin' vet, Jack Palance bitchin' about his job, and a drunk Peter Lawford, sign me the hell up. This is Angel's Brigade slash Angel's Revenge on Stinker Madness. What's that smell? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about you, but I'm thirsty as fuck. Thirsty, thirsty, thirsty as fuck. Hey, look at me! You! Thrill me. If you come back in here, I'm gonna hit you with so many rights, you're gonna beg for a left. Thrill me. Beg for a left. Thrill me. Hey, look at me! No! What? Hang on! It stinks. It's not really Jack Palance. It's pretty close. No, it's not. It's okay. Not even. All right. Then you do the intro as Jack Palance. <sighs> it's already taking too long. Yes. Well, exactly. That's how we got more screen time. He just fucking heavy breathed all over the place. They're like, Jack Palance is a great actor. No, he's just hogging time up there, breathing heavy before he says anything. I'm getting paid by the hour, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Confidence is sexy. <sighs> So he ends up selling skin bracer for the last 10 years of his career, which happened to be a thousand years long. Right. Like, this movie was made in the 70s and he was already 116. <laughs> Jackie, uh, let's uh, let's hear it. Let's hear your best Peter Lawford. I mean, uh, let's do Jack Palance. Try to do Jack Palance. Oh, my God. OK. Was, yeah, that's I pretty was... good. She did it. <laughs> <laughs> OK. <laughs> uh, this is a podcast where three people talk about a bad movie. Um, follow us on facebook.com forward slash Tigger Madness, twitter.com forward slash Tigger Madness. Subscribe to us on Patreon. I guess you don't subscribe, you support. Uh, support on patreon.com forward slash Tigger Madness. Email us, talk at sneakermadness.com. My name is Justin. There's Sam and Jackie here. Let's go. Go where? You don't have a coat and I don't have any gas. That's a joke that is told. My father might tell that joke. That's a dad joke, Sam. Garth. (laughs) It's a Garth Garth joke is what it is. Hey. Sam, tell us about Angel's Brigade slash Angel's Revenge from 1979. Uh, I believe the title was actually Seven from Heaven originally. Oh, boy. Now you've thrown a monkey wrench in the Yeah, apparently you can actually pause it at the very beginning and like frame by frame it Uh and see there's one frame left over of Of a penis that uh, got drawn in by the Disney animators. No. Oh, no. It would be the seven. The the first frame of the seven from heaven graphic is still in there. The original title. Yeah. Why did I, I kind of like seven from heaven? I think that's a great title. Well, I think that they wanted to, I guess, capitalize on the angel uh, Charlie's, Charlie's angels angel, business, yeah. which is funny because then you get this obviously drive through movie. Right? right. Right. That like catches all this hate. It doesn't. This has got a 1.9 on IMDb, which is what is bottom 100 area. It's not in the bottom 100 because the, the, the let's address this real quick. The bottom 100 is bullshit. Like none of it lines up. No. There's movies that are, for instance, got a 2.2 that are in the teens, and then movies that have 2.4s that are in the top 10. It doesn't. It doesn't make any fucking sense. Not to mention. Code KS or what a KOS that's a propaganda film is still number one. Get it the hell out of there. Saving Christmas out. is the worst. Okay. Get it out too. It's not even a movie. Yeah, it's not even a movie. Monster Go Go should be number Well, it's still not it's, a movie. <laughs> but at least it tried to be a movie. <laughs> it thought it was. Um, it was attempting. What else you got on Angel's Brigade there, Sam? Uh, well, this is oddly enough the first uh, time that we've seen Graydon Clark on the show, who's really a who's who of 
of bad movies. Yeah, like he's yeah, really right. done them. All of them were bad, and all of them are quality bad enough to really be episodes. I mean, this is the same guy that did like Black Shampoo and yeah. Joysticks, uh, Cheerleader, Satan's Cheerleaders, Satan's Cheerleaders, High Riders. Yeah, uh, Tom. There's like Tom. All that was his first one. That was Hi. he had an alternate title, but it was his the first movie. two were black exploitation fics. Is it like Joe with uh, Nicolas Cage? You know, so it's like big black dude with a shotgun. Oh, okay. <laughs> Not even the so same. This, yeah, it's the same thing. It was, yeah, yeah, no. So his first two were black exploitation. Then he went into the uh, biker uh-huh. business. Right. Then he went tried just for some ladies here and there, sure. and then just made crap after that. So, oh, what was he making during that time? <laughs> It's like, no, he made seriously just crap movies the whole time. Right. And then there's like one And then or he two. switched to crap is how you put it. In, well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because they're not really exploitation movies anymore. They're just crap. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. At least you get to call them something before. Right, right. right. The, the genre I'm working in now is the crap it's just genre. the crap genre. What are you doing? I'm, I'm doing crap. Um, <laughs> do you like it? I love it. Yeah. Uh, 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 William Shatner made the same... Uh, the same choice, career choice. <laughs> what do you have to do, Shatner? Crap. Oh, the crap genre. Do Elton John's spoken word on a stool? Yes. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. But awesome. Awesome. Do it again. Do more like that. But really, where is your career gone? Um, what? He the, actually did that? Yeah, the brass ones on that guy were pretty stupendous. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Uh, if for anybody who's interested, Graydon Clark does have a, an autobiography that is... <laughs> yeah. But if you want to know about like a lot of these budget movies and stuff, yeah. like he talks, a, he was in that scene, the okay. exploitation scene, heavy, a lot of tell-all stuff. That's where the uh, find out that Darby Clinton or Darby uh, Hinton, who's will be later uh, showcased in the film, bought mm-hmm. the van from the movie and put a hot tub in the back of it. Ooh! And uh, then, wait, however, wait, wait, what year was Malibu Express? For those familiar with uh, our earlier episodes with Darby Hinton. It had to be 80s, but early okay. 80s. So Darby probably wasn't much of even any of the B-movie scene at this point in time. I thought Darby was a, he was a off and on soap guy that oh, got yeah, some B-movies yeah. and then the fizzled numbers. into really independent stuff. And now he makes his own stuff. So he had the cash to buy a bitchin' van and put a hot tub in it. Because fuck it, I'm Darby Hinton at this point in time. Yeah. It's 1979. I'm clearly here for the ladies to be in the back of a van in a hot tub. To say he didn't live in the van? That's also a possibility. He put a hot tub in it. <laughs> wow. I didn't even recognize him in this film. Uh, hot tub slash bathtub is yeah. what you're saying? Um, no, without the mustache, dude, it just doesn't He doesn't, doesn't seem work. to, yeah, command the same appeal. No. However, uh, Graydon did have to borrow the van back for a couple of other movies. Oh, okay. So what I want to know is that... I need to get Darby on the horn and be like, dude, are you still in that van? Right. And yeah. I would like to ride in it, except for it sounds like it's more of a place for you and your lady friends, <laughs> right. not your gentleman friends. <laughs> Maybe it is. Who's to say, right? Uh, well, how? I just want to know, how do you drive around with a hot tub in the back? <laughs> yeah, that's a really good question, because it seems like it would spill. Right. Yeah. Like, is he just, is it just parked there at his house? And he's like, well, I thought about putting one by the pool. But fuck it. I went ahead and put it in the back of the van. Right. Goddamn fucking 405 at six o'clock in the afternoon, man. He's paying somebody to drive him around. And then when he sees a hot lady, he just kind of pops open the back door and he's like, hey, you want some candy, little girl? And she's like, the rear axle on your van looks like it's in rough shape. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there's a hot tub in it. Yeah. Some some people put uh, ladies in the back of their vans, helping them with couches. He's, you know. 
You can't fit a couch back there. Can you, can you help me put this hot tub in the back of my van? You know, I'm just, as long as we're talking about vans, I'm just going to bring up Buffalo Bob every episode. Sure. It's like six episodes in a in a row. I'm running out of material here, so I'm just sticking with Buffalo right. Bob until we're done well, with see, this If you show. got a hot tub in the back of your van, what you really need help with is gas money. <laughs> because you got to be getting like two miles to the gallon hauling around that much water. Right. Yeah, he pulls up to, to somebody on the side of the road, asks gas or grass or help me pay for this stupid idea (laughs) or maybe we're overthinking it maybe it was like only a two-man jobber (laughs) so it was like a little bit smaller than like an eight-man hot tub in the back which if i understand hot tubs they're like they're like tents a two-man hot tub is a one-man hot tub unless you like each other a lot well i mean what else do you do in a hot tub but like each other right I usually use them to for my aching back. Well, there's, you know. Yeah, we're old now. I don't yeah. want to do anything in the hot tub. I just want to fucking sit there with a the <laughs> like jet blowing at me full full blast. You talk to a young person, you say hot tub, they're like, ooh, sexins. Or you say like oil, they're like, ooh, sexins. Hot tub and oil's like Ben Gay. And <laughs> before I go to bed, I'm going to hit the hot tub to see if I can loosen this kink out. All right, enough with the van. Um, the movie itself costs 300 Gs. It's just Decent, but apparently a hundred of those G's were to pay for the names, which right. you figure Lawford and Palance because they're not day playing it. They're there for most like they've got to be there for four or five days each. Something like yeah, that. Yeah, for for uh, a budget movie with Jack Palance, uh, he's in he's in he's quite in a it. bit. Yeah, he's in the movie. And uh, the other guys, though, you've got like. Uh, Jim Backus. Um, Jim Backus, who we will know from uh, Gilligan's Island. Uh, nope. Thomas yep. Howell. He's Howell. And then also from Gilligan's Island, Alan Hill Jr. The Skipper. The Skipper. Neville Brand and Arthur Godfrey playing himself for Who's whatever reason. Who's Neville Brand? I didn't see who Neville. Oh, Neville Brand was the head of the thugs, I thought, at the beach. Okay. And then uh, Pat Buttram as the car salesman, who's everybody remembers from the Disney movies. Like the, uh, the fox and the hound. He was in Robin Hood, too. He was also in Robin Hood, yeah. He was the sheriff of Nottingham in Robin Hood. Yeah, he's the the whistling teeth guy, isn't he? Say, Sonny. I think he does it. Well, maybe. He's the sheriff of Nottingham, the bear, but I don't know if he's the whistle teeth guy. Yeah, he's the snake guy. You hear yeah. him vo- his sure voice is. one time, and yeah. you know exactly who we're talking about. Um, Yeah, and he was also the... Uh... God damn it. Hmm. Oh, he was also the hound... In uh, the Aristocats. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Everybody wants to be a cat. That's sure. what they say. There's no cats in America. That's Fievel. Oh, and there are cats in America. There's plenty of them. Many, many cats. Don't. Horrible, horrible lie to those. Don't th- move here, mice. This place is filled with cats. <laughs> <laughs> They're just stay over in England. Yep. Um, other... they, they, were, they were in England. Where were the fuck was Fievel? He was from was like... Russia. Yeah, it was Russia, right? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, all those all those poor English about? people that emigrated to America from yeah. that didn't happen. <laughs> the only ones that move over here just like to make fun of us Yanks. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, look at you idiots! I can buy a huger house than you and talk down to you because I speak real English. <laughs> Sons of bitches! I have good health care. Yeah. Oh, fucking bastards. Anyway, uh, I guess the last thing of note was that. Uh, Peter Lawford had to do most of his scenes sitting down because he was too drunk to stand up. Of course. It's Peter Lawford we're talking like, about. 
We got Peter Lawford. Oh, great. I wonder if Peter Lawford and Oliver Reed ever teamed up in a movie. <laughs> no, because Oliver Reed doesn't do scenes with trash. <laughs> Actually, I don't want to be. That's too mean. That's too hard. But <laughs> he's Oliver was a serious actor. Peter Lawford is fucking American royalty, Sam. He's John F. Kennedy's brother-in-law. How dare you, sir? I know. But if you really look at Peter Lawford, I think he even said it himself. Was like, what are you famous for? And he's like, I'm famous for being famous. Oh, yeah. No, he was totally Paris Hilton. Yeah, he has. He did like he was friends with Sinatra and married uh, to JFK's sister. Right. The right. guy. Patty Kennedy. And so like you're like, oh, yeah, we got Peter Lawford. And you got to be like, you're fucking kidding me. <laughs> He's not really anybody, and he's going to be drunk the whole time. He puked on the fucking boom, dude. Yeah, like when he tried to deliver one of the lines with the guns, he's just like, vomit cleanup provided by. (laughs) Yeah. My favorite is when he was painting, and it was obviously somebody had, you know, set this painting up, and he was just supposed to be putting on some red paint here Uh and there. uh And he just starts globbing it on there and just sprinting around with the brush. He smashed. Um, I I had thought that we at one point had found out that he was tied up with uh, Duke Mitchell in the uh, the Palm Springs Playhouse, as it were. Yeah. Um, but I couldn't find any. No, I, I couldn't time. I just can't see it not being a thing, right? Though. I he would just have to have been. Yeah, I mean, like I see, I see that guy's got Sunday brunch written all over him. I see Peter Lawford and Duke Mitchell in a convertible '65 Mustang getting chased off a cliff by the law. Sure. I mean, that's. They are destined to be friends. I see him in a in a Cadillac with the top down, not being able to figure out how to get the keys in. <laughs> right. These are both so fucking hammered. <laughs> and yelling at hookers, yeah. horrible racist things while they're trying to pick them up. You say anything like, come on over to my house tonight. They're like, it's 1.30 in the afternoon. <laughs> the next day, you guys are on a three-day bender. Tequila. It's <laughs> not just for breakfast anymore. <laughs> Okay, uh, you guys ready to dive into this? Oh yeah, Angels? Susan Susan uh, Kiger was the Playmate of the Year two years prior to this film being made. So, so which one was her? She's the singer with the boobs that kept going everywhere. Before we get too further into this, we should say that uh, it is currently streaming on Amazon Prime. So uh, if you haven't already watched it, uh, you have no reason not to. Um, stop what you're doing. Go watch this film and then come back to us. Uh, it starts out uh, in the future, um, their future. The angels, the seven from heaven have yeah. formulated and they're up to activities. So let's uh, let's uh, introduce the seven. We've got uh, we're not going to remember any of their names, but uh, let's just give physical descriptions because that's how okay. I remember. All right. All right. We'll start with Karen. She's the. The playmate of the year, the boobs lady mm-hmm, mm-hmm. with the blonde hair. Mm-hmm. She's number one. Mm-hmm. She's a, a Vegas uh, lounge singer. Or is she bigger than that? She's, she's bigger big. than that. Okay. She's like the top singer in the world. At she's, the like, she's Lady Gaga. I think she's Ariana Grande. Okay. All right. I like she's it. She's not I like, like huge, but everybody wants to bone her. And knows who she is. And like, and oh, yeah. I love Ariana Grande. And you go name one song. And you're like, I cannot do that. Has an ex-fiance who is either talented or really stupid. It's really hard to tell. Um, then we've got uh, the teacher, April. I know her character's name yeah. is April. She is a school teacher. She's a school teacher. Of, like, high school? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to go with high school teacher. Yeah, she's a high school teacher because one of her students is number seven. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's pretty weird because usually when you have these, uh, like, 
Fox Force Five movies. Yeah. So you got you got the Kung Fu expert. You got the Demolition Lady. You got the uh, the Knives Lady. You've got the uh, the Sexy Lady, of course. You know to distract. Uh, and then the uh, Master Planner. You usually don't have a high school teacher. No, and you usually don't like by the end of the team makeup have a stunt driver who is a also karate, a mechanic, a karate expert. Mm-hmm. And five other women. <laughs> Actually, no. One of them is a police officer. Yeah. Well, so the ones three of them officer. have well, she, qualifications. It seems like the police officer lady. Uh, she's dropping in on these guys. She's a she plant. Uh, so she's not technically part of the seven from heaven. She becomes part of the seven from heaven when they formulize at the end. But I'm. St- I want to go back to this. When you're formulating a sexy battle brigade, sure. a team of ladies. Who says high school teacher? We need a high school teacher. What you know who does skills? The high school teacher because she's the one that puts this shit together. I know, but she's not the the brains of the operation. That's the only way you get on the team is if you make the team up. I I guess we're gonna start a team. All right, you're out. What do you mean you (laughs) guess? That's the only way you can be on the team. Yeah, and then nobody can kick you out because they all feel bad for you and they're like, okay, you know what? Just let her. Let her reload the clips in the gun. All right, I've got a better idea. You start a team yeah. by yourself, and I'm going to go start a team where you're not on it because your skills are required here. <laughs> you would be like, oh, yeah, we, we're going to meet at 630, and then everybody actually meets at 3, and you guys are all clearing out by the time the high school teacher gets in. Right, you're like, right, oh, right. I'm sorry. I thought I told you that the time had changed. You're that fucking guy. Oh, hold on, hold on. We're blowing stuff up. We'll hear about your history lecture afterwards. <laughs> Hey, she was great at drawing that map. (laughs) The map sucks. I brought disguises, and you're like, those are fucking clown paper plate masks. (laughs) Fuck. You're not even a high school teacher, are you? You're a kindergarten teacher. Jesus Christ. At one point, she dumps out her purse, and she's got like a pair of running shorts in there. I don't know. Like a pair of high school gym shorts. Like, why do you have these? Her idiom is strange. Uh, her casting is strange also. But, oh, but she's, yeah. the, she's you know, for anybody who's watching, she's the one with the brunette hair, the really long brunette hair. Well, we said her she's a teacher. Yeah. Credits include other Graydon Clark films. Yeah, right. Basically, and that's yeah. it. I guess she's got big boobs. Um, yeah, you've got the uh, the demolitions expert uh, stunt woman. Um, she's also master mechanic. mechanic. She builds the bitch and fan that we talk about. So Two thirds of the team by herself. Yeah. Uh, then and got- I really liked her hair because in the seventies, everybody just had the round fro, fro, fro yeah. but they gave her like this really cool like diamond shaped one. It was yeah, tabletop almost. I yeah, don't know. it was. It was cool. Yeah, she had great hair. She's also because it was like she looked toweringly large in the oh, movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everybody in this movie is not very tall because she's six one. Okay, that's pretty tall for a lady. Yes, but she's yeah. like. A foot taller than Peter Lawford. <laughs> well, and she's super skinny. Yeah, she's like they, skinny. like they, when they put her in the uh, limo driver outfit, you really get to a chance to look at how just how tiny her little legs are. Yeah, she's also busty too. So yeah, she yeah. Was. Well, they were all a little busty. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's like a requirement to be on this team. Uh, you've got uh, the, of course, kung fu slash ninja slash uh, samurai. Yeah. The, the Woman of Asian descent who gets to play all the bases of the kung fu sure. martial arts well, stuff. Shit, the first time we see her, she's kung fuing in front of a bunch of kids, right? <laughs> right. With uh, kung fuing, she's kung. got a kimono on uh-huh. with lingerie underneath. Yeah, uh-huh. and she's kicking up in the air. No wonder all the boys in that class were like, <laughs> "I love this karate class." Are you insinuating things about her milkshake? 
<laughs> yeah, and, and other things to command a yard. Yes. <laughs> Uh, who else we got? Um, the Greer twins, or the sisters, they're not twins. Okay. And this is I, why I say the Greer sisters, is because I didn't know they were a different person until about halfway through the movie. Who, who are they? The high school girl okay. and who, the police the woman. teacher student? I thought the police woman was undercover as a high school girl to try to bust the whole thing up, because ah. she kept like talking to the captain or whatever, uh-huh. and I'm like, that's obviously the same person. With pigtails and a, and a different haircut. Yeah. No, they're just sisters. Okay. All right. So they're actually two different people. Right on, right on. I think and they are... Actually, Robin Greer, the older, I guess, is... She was in soap operas. Out of all the people that were acting in this movie, she did the most of that. Yeah. Okay. So who was the short-haired brunette? The model one? Yeah, the model, the supermodel. Oh, yes, and then the, t- and the supermodel as well. Yeah, I think she's a model. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. That's, that's I could her. see that about her. Uh, she was, was she cast. was pretty. That's her. Uh, really, I don't know. Um, either way, she's fine. Uh, that rounds out the seven because uh, she makes the sexy of the team. She can go in and distract she distract people with yeah. her jugs. Right. Um, they are already three quarters away through the movie at the start of this movie because they are blowing up the compound. We don't know what the compound is. We just know that they've got a plan to blow this thing up. Uh, so let's walk us. I'm pretty sure I know what it is. It's a compound. It's a shed and a chicken coop. <laughs> hey, there's a gas station there. There was a gas station later in one of the shots that clearly was not there in the first shot. Yeah, because in the first shot, I swear to God, there's only two buildings. One of them is a chicken coop. It's not really a building. <laughs> and an outhouse. Chicken coop, outhouse, shed. So they've already got problems because things their their recon wasn't uh, quite up to snuff. They were only expecting two guards at the front gate of this compound, but they've got a fucking guard tower up there who clearly isn't capable of doing his one job of guarding. It'll it'll not help anything that the compound isn't visible from the watchtower. Right, he's on somebody else's property. <laughs> he's guarding something entirely different. Because they're like, okay, we don't know what to do. Uh, what are we going to do about that guard tower? He could, I guess, shoot us or whatever he's going to do if he sees us. Um and I don't even know why he would matter because the guys at the front gate have guns too, and their plan is to just walk up to them. Um, so they send out the the uh, Ariana Grande character. She's gonna go in solo and take this guy out. Yeah, and she volunteers because she's right. like, "I'm the only one that doesn't matter here, or something." Right. I guess I don't have another job other than to. I, if everything goes to plan and this guard tower wasn't here, my job was to just stand by the van and look hot. I yeah. guess. Um, but later it she's on snake patrol. She was on the motorcycle, <laughs> which seems like it was an integral part of the plan. It certainly does. Um, but she shouldn't be on the motorcycle. The stunt woman should be on the motorcycle, right? Yeah. I don't know. Um. Anyways, she's like, okay, I'm gonna go take this guy out. She climbs up to the top of the ladder, and this movie is so poorly cut together that the very first thing you see of her fighting this guy is getting choked to death. Yeah, she's just getting <laughs> strangled. All you can assume is that she climbed up to the top and then rather than get the drop on him, just put her neck in his hands. Right. Excuse me, sir. Do you have uh, some spare hands to choke a bitch with? You know, because hello. Because um, she it, she dies. Yeah, it looks like she dies. They, and then I guess she killed the guard as well. She pulls dying? a knife in one of the shots. So uh-huh. we are to assume that she's going to stab him. Right. But then the next shot looks like. Everybody's She's overpowered, and they're like, oh, she didn't make it. She didn't make it. Well, let's, let's proceed with the plan. Keep going with our plan. With well, our they voted plan. on it. They voted on it. Come on. With thumbs up. Okay. So the next 
phase of the plan is to just use the top model to walk up to the gate, the two guards at the gate, and be like, hey, boys, and then uh, drive a van through the gate. And I thought it was interesting throughout this whole movie, and I'm kind of wondering this, Sam. Mm -hmm. uh, Was there anything mentioned about why this woman is always dressed in white? Yeah. She was in pink in one in the Thurston Howell business. Uh, no, she was white. She was white. In the, yeah, she the had a white. Yeah, yeah, she had a white. Pink. No, when no, she she's goes got the, a tan top and denim on during the attack scene at the end. So uh, yeah, that's true. Uh, all right. Anyways, yeah, but she's always dressed like a like a she's a going to a wedding. She's definitely going to a wedding here. This is a wedding dress she walks up into. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's like, I broke my heel, and they're like. And then a van fucking charges through the gate. Why does she have to do that at all? If your plan was to just drive through the gate with a fucking van, the guys they even see the van and say, hey, look, a van is coming. Have RPGs on the van. Yeah. They should just use those to blow everything up and leave. True. From a distance. From a distance. Yeah. They didn't even need a van. RPGs is good enough. What kind of van is this, Sam? I think it's a GMC. I think it's a GMC 1700 or 1600, whichever 1500, that 1500, whatever. Yeah, the, the, yeah. the van. But the safari wagon. Doesn't the front of it eerily seem like a future minivan that was developed several Back to years. the Future? No, 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 no. It looks like the front of the Back to the Future car. No, that's the same fucking front end of a Ford Aerostar from the 80s, Jack. Yeah. <gasps> Ford, Ford ripped this. off this movie. They were like, oh my God, that is the future. It is sweet, and I want it, and... And they just had to give Darby a handy in that hot tub to get some good measurements and and lee iacocca's someplace else to Encoca, and he's going why didn't i think of that and well, i think he had the last laugh the caravan outsold the aerostar by 10 to 1 yeah probably. but it doesn't look like it's from the future not like well the lumina looks like it was from the future yeah, that's true that's, that thing that's was Chevy. stupid though lee iacocca was chrysler yeah exactly right. but the most futuristic of the vans was chevy oh absolutely um anyways so this ban, this ban is Vichin. Uh, this is a Vichin ban. Um, I like it. And they bust in, and uh, they start blowing shit up. The two of them have climbed up onto the roof of one of these buildings, and the plan is to drive the van up to them and toss them a huge Sack explosive of device that they yeah. can blow up the main building of the compound with. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to burn. it down the chimney like they're fucking Santa. I'm going to burn question right here. Uh huh. If your whole point is to be on the roof to throw this package Correct, down, right? why do you not have it fanny packed to yourself? Why didn't you bring the giant explosive that you snuck into and nobody saw you on top of the building and then just leave? It's heavy. It looks like a bag of flour. Under right? the cover of night? I'm not sure. Yeah, I... This, plan seems like a bunch of fucking amateurs put it together. <laughs> well, no. the high school teacher is making You're the right. plan. She sleeps in. <laughs> when she doesn't have to teach that day, she doesn't get up till 1030. Um, yeah, the, the first lady's okay. She didn't die. I don't know what she was doing up there. She comes back in. She's on the fucking turret of the van. Yes, the van has a fucking gun turret on top. Kind of. Course. of. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, you it's a budget it, turret. It's like some plexiglass with a slot in it that you can point a normal gun through. I thought it was cool. They're shooting at everybody. Everybody's shooting at them. Um, it's a G.I. Joe cartoon fight. No not, one is getting shot. Not one person gets shot. Not one person gets exploded. No. Nobody dies during the compound being blown up. I mean, even the guy in the outhouse doesn't realize what's happening. Right. He, you don't ever see him run out in this scene, you know, like, oh, it's all the commotion. He's just sitting in the shitter with his 
porn magazine in his giant roll of toilet paper. Now, this is all fine that nobody dies and nobody gets shot because this is a PG movie with brawless women. <laughs> and I'm really surprised that they didn't make those jumpsuits just slightly thinner material on the top. It's a PG movie, Jackie. Yeah, I think one less thread and this thing's PG-13. There's no PG-13 at this point. It okay. goes straight to R. Uh, okay. Raiders in the Lost Ark, number sure. one. Uh, it's, uh, 82, so... Uh, and is that rated R? No, it's first PG-13. PG-13. 82 is the first PG-13 movie. It's Raiders of the Lost Ark. Wow, how did you know that? Because I watch movies, Jackie, and I'm on a movie podcast where I should know fucking shit about movies. I'm on a movie podcast, too. And, yep. <laughs> You're also a doctor. <laughs> yeah, so fuck you. Sometimes when you try to read, it doesn't work. <laughs> That's true. Uh, you I- have Velcro shoes. <laughs> Hey, hey, those things are orthopedic and highly stylish once I gemstoned them up. I mean, I own a bedazzle for a reason. Uh, I'm keeping it hip with the kids. We're going to change your name to Dr. Bedazzle. Dr. Uh, Dazzle. Dr. Dazzle. That's, an, that's definitely a villain. Right, yeah, yeah. You're going full DC yeah. villain right there. I put X-Lax in people's coffee and work. You team up with Calendar Man and try to mess with Batman's day once <laughs> you a month. In, you inject the X-Lax with uh, glitter. So when they have diarrhea, it's sparkly. <laughs> Just like a poof out of their butt of like, rainbow oh, glitter. I've got you now, Batman! <laughs> and then like, when they turn and look at the toilet, like, oh my, how diabolical. That is glitter. What did you think of your poop this morning? You're like, dude, fuck you. It's scratching my asshole. Don't you ever do that again. It was shiny. I've won this round, Batman! <laughs> mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Calendar Man's over there like... Is it January yet? Batman's like, God damn it. Fucking 50s suck. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay. Uh, Batman taking a dump. Um, Where the fuck are we? (laughs) Okay, so they've splitted the compound, but cut to uh, the teacher saying, you may be asking yourself, why is a bunch of sexy, busty, brawless ladies in a PG movie that can't hit a guy with a fucking turret gun yeah. blowing up a compound. Well, let me tell you. Rewind, flashback to uh, the start of this whole shit. <laughs> this is probably my favorite part. Oh, okay, yeah, because Darby <laughs> Hinton shows up. Yeah. Oh, it's so much more than that. Uh, cut to Darby Hinton from uh, Malibu Express fame. Uh, and a bitchin' Corvette. Yeah. He's got the coolest fucking Corvette. Um. It's in our top five cool car Corvettes up to... Dude, I would own this car. It had awesome pinstriping. It was beautiful. Is There's it... a chance that if he owns that van, he also owns this Corvette. Yeah, he might. Mm. Is this one cooler than the uh, Corvette, Summer, Corvette Summer Corvette? Yeah. Yeah, you I think, think so. Yeah, it those, the, the multicolored 70s stripes yeah. are just... Dude, awesome. white uh, base with brown, uh, yellow, and orange. It's got those like eagle Venetian, stripes. That Venetian blind back window oh, cover thing. Yeah, dude, that's hot shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. this thing is cool. It is fucking cool. I mean, it kind of makes me want to be a drug dealer. Uh, if I can drive a car like that. In 79, you'd have it. to be a drug dealer to have this car. Yeah. I mean, that, but I wouldn't sell to kids, right? I would sell to old people. Well, here's the fun thing they have more money. Yeah. For yeah, one, weird. and then two, are they going to try to mug you? No, because you can easily outrun them. He's a drug dealer. He's a sure. pot dealer, it appears. Uh, he's selling joints. He's like 
pushing joints one at a time on the He's street. Selling joints. And we're supposed to believe that you're going to get a fucking Corvette doing that? You don't, I don't know. You don't sell joints. No. You sell bags. Not to mention the joints that he's selling are actually just tampons. Yeah, they're not really <laughs> They joints. totally look they like tampons. They were seriously tampons. <laughs> oh, man. They're highly absorbent. Yeah. Just go buy cigarettes. You know, buy a pack of cigarettes and lie to us and say that it's joints, you know, or just buy a fucking bag. And cheat and just wrap, roll a cigarette into a rolling pan. Like, oh, it wasn't it even hard. Yeah. You don't even have to put anything in them, but you don't want to put tampons on screen. It's really weird that a director who started out in black exploitation movies then eventually made a, a an anti-drug movie. Because that's what this is. There's sure. a huge lecture about drugs in the middle of this, and it's ruining the kids. Uh uh, and doesn't know anything about fucking weed. Um, Not actually, goddamn I, thing. I had read a little bit about the people that were funding this. Uh-huh. Wanted to make sure it wouldn't get people to do drugs or drink. So they can't show so fake drugs. They, they have w- to show us tampons and tell yeah, us it's drugs. Exactly. That way, they won't uh-huh. learn how to do drugs from watching it. And they almost kicked Peter Lawford off because they're like, "Well, he won't. He'll make people get <laughs> he can't drunk. Stay sober." And it's like if you look at ten, if you look at him for ten minutes, you might not drink for a week. Right. <laughs> Well, you know, either that or they've caused some massive fires in homes across America because, you know, the the boys are going to be like, oh, my God, my mom has a bunch of those underneath the sink. And they're out there trying to smoke tampons. Yeah. Let's show the thing that they are going to have a harder time getting and lighting up rather than this fucking (laughs) thing that's in their house. Got to wait. And will probably kill them. They won't make you high until they're in the wastebasket. Yeah. Ew. Dude. That's gross. How do you even know that? Dude. Did you try it, Sam? Dude. Did you? Dude. Did you try? How many times did you try it, Sam? I'm still doing it. Oh my God, gross. You're so gross. No. Dude. It was just a. <laughs> yeah, that's gross. <laughs> fucking grotto. Dude. Dude. <laughs> Quick, move on before he starts talking about it again. Yeah, anytime you can get into, you know, slip in some biohazard based <laughs> jokes. Because that's really what that is. It's not just gross. It's actually a biohazard. Yeah, it's a biohazard. <laughs> you know what's terrible, though, is that I kind of believe that you had done it. No one would do that. That's really... Now our teenage listeners I mean, are going to be like, all right, well, here's the deal. my sister's going. I, re- I was in science, and I realized it would just take too much, too hot of a flame to actually burn something that was already that wet. <laughs> they dry out. Yummy. <laughs> Gross. Okay, move on, move on. <laughs> All right. Um, so he gets rolled by a fucking kid. <laughs> yeah, so this whole thing is set up, too, that, like, we have to stop this guy from selling drugs to kids. And the kids, like, sell me drugs, and the guy says, fuck off. Right. He yeah. won't sell drugs to kids. Well, the, the kid's got to watch, uh-huh. and he's like, hey, bring back cash and get the fuck out of here. And the kid gets pissed and picks up a bottle and just cold cocks him in the back of the head. Yeah. He didn't sell drugs to kids, Jackie. He, he didn't. sold to the little girl on the bike. Uh, did in the he? very beginning. Yes, he did. Uh, he sold a joint to her. Huh. Uh, or maybe he was just being like, get ready, lady. Here's a, here's You're a gonna need thing this. for your future. <laughs> Probably in two weeks from the looks of that training bra. <laughs> oh, my God. Gross. Gonna, Do not smoke it. Don't put it in your mouth. mouth. Put it in another orifice. Okay. <laughs> Dude, um. move on. God. All right. So 
So he he's knocked out. Jack Palance, he calls Jack Palance, and Jack Palance is his boss. He shows up, and he's like, what have you done with the drugs? And the, the Darby Hinton's like, I got beat up by a kid. <laughs> and Jack Palance is like, you fucking idiot. Yeah, he sort of goes into this weird, like, well, word on the street spreads, so we got to find this kid and fuck him up. Yeah. And then they do. And they don't. Not really. They find the kid, and he's like, Day, stop it. Quit kicking his ass, Darby. <laughs> he kicks him twice, and then they leave him there. Yeah, dump a joint on him. And apparently, this kid is, like, super fucked up. Like, he uh, ends up in the hospital, and that's how his sister I'm sorry. Finds... We never see this fucking kid again. <laughs> no, even we don't he know. Is He's okay. the most central of plot points that there can be. We cut to... The singer, Ariana Grande. Yeah. And she's like super bummed out about Bobby in the hospital. After she does her hit song, Shush, 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 Shush. What is it? Is it? Shine, shine, okay. shine, 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 shine your light on me. Yeah, she does like some shushas um, and all that, but it makes it to where you can't really tell what she's singing about. Yeah, this is way before the pool thing. I'm, oh. I'm sorry I skipped way too far ahead because I thought it just cut directly to her. I thought we had already introduced her. Um, yeah, uh, shine your love. Oh, boy. What a top 10 hit. I loved her dress, though, in this scene. She's hot. Yeah, I'm she's not a hot lady. I mean, they don't really just hand out. PM uh, Playmate of the Years to everyone. I'm yeah, gonna, I guess that's true. So, he'll just like zing those around the yard for everyone to have. Sandra Bernhardt was never one. <laughs> it's a very exclusive club of hotness. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, I know. I, I received yeah. my Playmate of the Year award uh, last week in the mail. That was actually your Cheese of the Month club membership. <laughs> yes. Oh, is that why that was shaped <laughs> like a trophy? I just thought that I was winning something. <laughs> Gouda, is it February again? No, it's April. Oh, whatever. <laughs> oh, I got the month wrong, so the yeah. entire joke is You're going to make Wings jokes from, from Wings Lowell. Joke. <laughs> you got to fucking verbatim. Somebody right now is like, who the fuck is, is Lowell? Lowell. <laughs> but they know who Thomas Hayden Church is. Wouldn't <laughs> right. that be ironic? Yeah. Okay. Um, she finishes her set. She introduces Arthur Godfrey. Hey, everybody, I want you to, you know, put it, put your hands together for the man in the house. Uh, Arthur Godfrey, who in this movie is portrayed like he's fucking Quincy Jones. Yeah. Yet has no relationship no. with her at all. You look at the fucking cast list. Arthur Godfrey is played by one Arthur, Arthur fucking Godfrey. Godfrey. Yeah. Dude, who the, the fuck is Arthur Godfrey? He's the king of Vegas, apparently. He, he can is? make your career. No, yeah, that's what the movie says. But who is he in real life? He's Arthur Godfrey. Yeah, of, and he's going to have a party at three a.m. at his yes, house I, for I all the entertainers in don't Vegas. Care about the he movie? He is Mr. Vegas, Justin. I don't care about the movie, Jackie. If your answer to the question "Who is Arthur Godfrey in real life?" doesn't start with "Arthur Godfrey in real life," is I don't want to hear it. Uh, it looks like he, he was, was on a, the Love Boat. All right. Oh, boy. Now, um, the old redhead, uh, CBS TV Weekly. Yeah, he's nobody. He's fucking <laughs> nobody that should have a five-minute cameo where the movie stops and says, Hey, everybody, check it out. We got Arthur Godfrey here. You've got fucking Jack Palance and Peter Lawford, and I understand they're Jack Palance and Peter Lawford, but still, you don't stop the movie and say, Arthur Godfrey, everybody. He had some songs. Um, name one. 
And uh, your answer is, I cannot. So he's I cannot. Nobody. I just no. looked him up. He's I didn't read nobody. any of them. He's not fucking Burt Bacharach, and he's not goddamn Quincy Jones. You don't stop the movie for Arthur Godfrey. You do. His hit song, Hey, I'm Arthur Godfrey. Shine, 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 shine. He probably wrote that song. Uh, that's how you pay Arthur Godfrey is in cameos. It was a pretty good song. He's like the Duke Mitchell of the movie. <laughs> kind of, except he doesn't shoot anybody and he isn't a racist. Right. And, and then he comes backstage into her, into her green room or whatever that's called, and dressing room, I guess, whatever. And he's like, hey, come to my party. And she's like, okay, Mr. Most Famous mu- uh, Music Producer in the World, who clearly would launch me into a stratosphere of success, I have to stay here and focus on my career, sadly. She's moving to L.A. Get it right. Dude, She's got to get on the plane to go to L.A. She introduces him as Quincy Jones mm-hmm. and then churns him the fuck down. Uh-uh. That's well, not how your career works, lady. 3 a.m. party. Yeah. Those aren't really for, for you know, your career. That's the party that's like, hey, come over. Everybody's going to be there. Peter Lawford's going to be there. And then you show up, and it's just him in his bathrobe, and you're like, Uh-oh. Oh, at 3 a.m., Peter Lawford's been locked in the bathroom, and he's <laughs> starfishing around in his own fluids. <laughs> oh, my God. They just get him out in the morning with a fire hose and wake him up with a pint of vodka. And he's like, hey, all right. <laughs> Hey. I'm Peter Lawford. Thanks for hosing me off. And, and then you have to uh, uh, tell the press about uh, Arthur Godfrey 20 years too late. Um, anyways. So she gets the call about Bobby. Um, and her first step is to just go sit by the pool and pout about it. She doesn't go visit him. <laughs> no, because he can't be in the movie anymore. Yeah, he's out of the movie. But here's the deal. <laughs> yeah, I want to talk about something else. Yeah, so... She obviously has made it back to L.A. because, you know, Bobby's school teacher comes in, right? Right. And the the high school teacher comes in uh-huh. and starts talking to her. And my first thought is, one, you haven't went and saw your brother, like you said. And then, two, How does this- what do you mean you just left him with the maid? She's like, I knew I should not have just left him with the maid. What? You left an eight-year-old at home by himself? He looks this like he's like 15. 16. This kid is at home, though, with the maid. And? And who does that? Uh, she did, dude. My parents at fifteen. What's what's the cutoff, Sam? To be left alone. You're, you're the only parent here. Yeah, I don't know. But I think I'm gonna wait longer. I was home alone. Twelve, eight, eight. Yeah. So ten. Let's go average, or I mean, meet you in the middle. Ten. Is he ten, Jackie? He's not home alone if there's a maid there. And he's not home alone. But if he was, if she wasn't there, he's old enough to be home alone. The maid. Is actually like more than he Home needs. Alone, yeah. yeah. What are you talking about? <sighs> I don't know. It seems like bad parenting to me. I'm going to go off to well, Vegas and sister. do my career. Well, where are the fuck are the parents? They died. <laughs> oh my god! All right, maybe fine. You don't come back from dead man's curve, Jackie. <laughs> they died of a they died of a tampon. They, yeah, they died of <laughs> marijuana because they actually smoked dirty tampons. <laughs> And it so killed they didn't them. die of marijuana. No, but they thought it was marijuana. <laughs> Started a twenty-year scare over the wrong thing. And they had a propaganda film in 1924 called Beaver Madness. Oh, <laughs> I like that one. It's my favorite. Um. Okay. Ugh, boy. So she's like, the teacher's like, we got to do something. We got to avenge Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> is he okay? He got kicked twice. Oh, who cares? He's probably fine. Hey, and <laughs> ultimately, he's probably A-okay. Oh, he's okay. aces because Darby kicked him twice, but he left him with the two joints that he stole. 
who cares about Bobby? That's a, let, let's be honest. They don't give a shit because they're, they've been waiting for this opportunity to blow shit up their whole life. <laughs> yeah. Um, so to get revenge for Bobby or whatever his name was, um, I just happen to know about a drug compound that uh, it, it gets all of the drugs in the world. It's the processing center for all of the drugs. Yeah. And if we blow it up. After we steal the drugs. We're not even going to need fucking Nancy Reagan to tell us our business. No. Uh, question. Sure. Yeah. How does a high school teacher know about this compound and uh, the police do not? She question? said that she spent two years working on this. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> yeah. yes. okay. I guess that clears things up. Yes, it does. <laughs> so that's how, Jackie. Oh, okay, sorry. God, Duh. I asked some dumbass questions. <laughs> I mean, she has a library right down the yeah. down the hall from her. her it's you know, in the classroom. phone book. Yeah, mm -hmm. under cocaine dealer. Yeah, the cocaine, all of the drugs compound. Yep, <laughs> it's the first one in the phone book. A A A, all of the drugs mm -hmm. compound. Um, okay, I don't think they, again, know how drugs work. Um, so, to, in order to, to do this mission, they got to form a sexy team. And they... <laughs> she also states that, hey, we can get in there and blow it up in one minute. <laughs> in one in less than a minute. Right. Less than 30 seconds, possibly, is what she may have said. And, the, and then the shittiest line of the entire movie, not because of the line itself. It's cool. Women can make all of the difference. Oh, my God. I rolled my eyes so hard. They just can't be billed above the day players or make any money in this That's movie. what happens at the beginning of this. The seven from heaven don't have top billing in the credits. No. It's all the fucking drunk guys. Alan Hill Jr. is ahead of them, and he has two lines, oh and he's on screen boy. for a minute and a half. Oh, you fucking assholes right here. The cameos are built ahead of them. Yeah, and then you're going to fucking try to put this... Girl power thing? No. Yeah, no. It doesn't work. You fuck you. Yeah. You may as well... It was insulting. Yeah. It really was. It's like, yeah. you're objectifying women in this movie, but you're telling us it's girl power? Go fuck yourself with a dildo that's too big. Yeah. You, know, you know what's I gonna... hope your asshole rips. Oh, my. Mm. That went into a dark and then place. somebody smokes that dildo. Yeah. <laughs> and they die from it. And their kids get beat up by drug dealers that they assaulted. <laughs> All right, so we know uh, we know all the details about the ladies. We've introduced them. Um, they go and get the van because step one is the van after they form their sexy team. And yeah. we uh, the dealer is uh, Pat Butram from uh, the the Disney guy. Disney guy, yeah, mm -hmm. country yeah. singer as well, I believe. Yeah, yeah. I I loved this. It's so weird. It is totally weird because you know he's he's trying to talk him about the price, and they're trying to jam down. They are for yeah. seventy three dollars and eighty eight cents. Yep. Okay, and he then twelve grand. Yeah, yeah. And then the um, karate kung fu girl uh -huh. jumps on top of it and was like, "Hiya, hiya!" And yep. it's like, "Wow, you girls sure get around." And then the singer writes him a check for twelve thousand dollars, and they all jump in the van and take off. Twelve thousand dollars. That seems steep. It yeah. seems like a lot for a fucking van in the seventies. Nineteen seventy nine. Like, dude, does yeah. this van have a toilet in it or what? No, no. You, you don't want a van with a toilet in it because you got to rip it out because you got to put a fucking motorcycle in there. Yeah, uh, this should be like a six thousand dollar van. Eight tops. Eight tops. If you opt for the fucking eight track player, maybe. 
you know, well, it's too grand for an well, they are, and they, You know, in one of the scenes in the montage, which we'll probably talk more about. Oh, the van building triple screen montage yeah. should be done in every movie ever. Only when you do it, you should up the exposure on the camera so we can see what's happening in these shots. Uh, no, I think this one's perfect. This one's perfect. It is just tell. such garbage. Um, A triple screen. You know, the only thing that you could uh, up the ante on the filmmaking with the uh, the triple screen out of uh, frame, out of focus, bad lighting, uh, music montage is if you have that like rear projection of them like looking... Uh, you know, thoughtfully on either side of the things that are happening, you know, that like fade yeah. in, it's not in frame. That would be awesome. And or like if they're like drawing on a paper from a distance, but then like somebody stands in front of the camera and it's just a one butt cheek <laughs> and it's not really in focus. And then that butt cheek moves from frame to frame in different spots. Like that butt yes! cheek's actually helping build the van. Oh my God. That would be so perfect. Yeah. In this one, they show a uh, that they replace the intake, the entire intake. So you wouldn't want to buy a new car to do that with. There you go. Well, you know, they're going to have to do some work on it because he even says, uh, Buttram even says, right, as they're driving mm. away, that's okay. They're just going to recall it in three weeks anyway. Uh, that one's not coming back to the factory. Uh-uh. So you got to know. <laughs> the warranty is no good anymore. They that this whole, put the, a fucking <laughs> turret on it. They have a montage. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know that, you know, they've only got three weeks to complete this mission before this van takes crap. Before the airbags deploy suddenly and everybody <laughs> dies. Yeah. I mean, they're working against the clock here. Yeah. I think it wasn't. Well, they never really did. They just were alleged, alleged, allegedly exploded. But this is during the uh, GM side collision explosion. Or was mm-hmm. that later in the eighties? Uh, no, I think. Well, I think that was. It's like the Pinto it, it had a reputation before things got out of control. Sure. Yeah. So we learned that uh, the lady cop uh, is a- isn't. Her sister. That's what I learned. Yeah, right. <laughs> Actually, I think I'm still at this point. I think they're the same person. She's a plant uh, to bust up all the pot rings, the drug rings, whatever, because you know it's the dope in the She's a narc. 70s. She's a narc uh, for the special task force that's been set up by the police department of Earth. Okay, so I, I, I'm with Sam. I'm a little confused at this point. I don't realize that she's part of the team. She's kind of not, and I don't. And, you know, they start talking like she's the first female police officer ever. And yeah. he's kind of a, he's a good old oh, boy he, dickhead. He's a, he's a shit. He whoever this guy is didn't even comb his hair for this <laughs> no. scene. He rolled out of the hotel room and he's like, action. These fucking broads, fucking shit ass broad bitches, shit pieces yeah. this of fucking might, broad bitches. We had to put be, new toilets into this department just for you. This actually might be Neville Brand. That would make sense why we don't know who he is, but we've seen him before. Yeah, yeah, his, his but, face is familiar. Yeah, he, he doesn't comb his hair. He's drunk. It's just... What? Everything was going perfect until they let you damn women on the force. Yeah. Now it's all going to shit with your tampon smoking and your fucking busty stuff and your yeah teenage friends and your kids really, always calling you at work. Hula hoops and your... What he's really saying is everything was going fine with this shit with me and Peter until you turned the cameras on and made us start working again. Yeah. <laughs> I was getting drunk. I was three quarters through a fifth of vodka. So I guess he gives her the green light to infiltrate this team and stop the drugs or whatever. See, and I'm going to disagree with you right there. And Sam, oh. you're going to weigh in too. Okay. I, 
I thought he told her to to stop it and mind your own fucking business. <laughs> <laughs> Quit coming in here with your lady problems. Yeah. I'm drinking. Yeah, he's like, I don't give a fuck. But you got to stop doing that work. <laughs> You're just yeah. creating paperwork for me and Pete. I don't think he said yes or no. I just think he said go away. Like, I couldn't tell huh. if he was endorsing or condemning her actions. Other, All I could tell is he just doesn't like her. Right. That's it. When you come back in here, get me a comb. Actually, you know what? Don't worry about that. Don't either. come back in here. Yeah, just don't come back in here. Unless you've brought booze. I've got a desk full of folded yeah. up tissue paper. And you're more receptive to my advances. <laughs> yeah, this is kind of a weird scene, though, if you really think about it. Because she's walking down a dark hallway. Uh-huh. She's supposed to be at the police station. And then she goes into his office and it's just like a dark, dark room, room with a, just a lamp. With it's a weird. man with a very cluttery desk of what appears to be folded up or wadded up tissue paper and messed up hair. Yeah. Uh, he's been masturbating. He might have been masturbating. He was masturbating. And it takes a while because he's an older guy. <laughs> <laughs> I got to start Why over now. hair's all messed up and he's so cranky. <laughs> yeah, get out of here. He's like, I've been trying all week to get this done. <laughs> it's going to take hours. Yeah, I've got to get this work done. <laughs> right. <laughs> all right, so the van is ready. They're ready for action. But the problem is, is they put bazookas on it, uh, but they don't have any guns or ammo. They put bazookas on it. That only shoot backwards. Right. Well, you don't want them going in front of you because then you have to dodge whatever you... That makes sense. Yeah. They're not really grenade launchers. They're just... It's just pipes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that car looks badass, but if it hits a pothole, they are so fucked. Potato guns. Um, So... Who who knows where the guns are? There's some right winger. Yeah, they... uh, uh, The... The cop lady tells her. Yeah, oh. she's like, there's this team of a bunch of fucking weekend warrior nutsacks that uh, live up in the hills on their own compound, and they're going to take down the government someday, you know, when it becomes tyrannical, but I guess they're not going to do it now. Hint, 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 hint. Um, talking to you, fucking nut job right-wing bastards with your guns. They don't listen to our podcast. They're going to fucking take down the government. Maybe now's the time. Oh, uh, <laughs> oh yeah. Wake up. Wake up. Get your white ring friend up here. Um, so she, they're going to go steal their guns. These, uh, They're Nazis. Let's just call them what they I are. I don't think they're even that because it's just Thurston they've Howell. They've got the fucking Silver Eagle painted oh, everywhere, Sam. And, and they've got dressed a f- like a freaking SS guy. And, and they've got a fat Hitler, dude. Well, he's actually yeah. dressed like the World War, what the, the Baron? What the World War One guy? The, the Red Baron? Not the Red pizza Baron. <laughs> no, he has goggles. No, the Red Baron is delicious. It's delicious pizza that you can burn your whole face on. Baron uh, von uh, Kloschenstein? Whatever. Yeah. Baron Wolfgang Otto Mozart? Von, I don't know. There was a guy that was whatever. Baron Bismarck. No, the Bismarck guy was the guy that they killed, right? Catherine the Great. Yeah, that's it. Of we Russia. <laughs> history. Yeah. Um, hmm. It was a thing, I yeah. guess. I think it was Von Bismarck. Yeah. Von if it's, Bismarck. If he wasn't a, Von Bismarck. Yeah, if there isn't a, a Netflix original series on this, I don't know what you guys are talking yeah, about. Yeah, exactly. If it's not on Vampire Diaries, Jackie doesn't know <laughs> shit about <laughs> World War One. <laughs> fucking know anything. And no. you're like, oh. Um, yeah, either way, they're, they're, their job is to go in with the model, distract them with the sexy again. Yeah. Uh, and she, they're going to give her a tour of the compound so she can find out where all the guns and ammo are and then report back, or they can recon or whatever, and then they're going to bust in there at night and steal all their weapons. Sure. Uh, 
don't really. Do you guys like this scene? No. Can we pretty much just say they get the guns? Well, Jeff I, Backus is yeah, Thurston Hell. Hell. He sucks pretty bad in he this. He sucks pretty bad. He's got a pot of spaghetti that he dumps on himself once he realizes the guns are getting stolen. Oh, that was just ridiculous. You know, I think they they should have cut out the tour altogether mm-hmm. and then just went right to the theft. The only the only reason the tour was there, though, is because that lady's dress is pretty tight. Yeah. Yeah, right? it does Boobs look again. nice on her. Boobs again. Um. I you think know that's what white dresses look like on me too. This is the, my least favorite part of this movie. I wish that it just being cut, and it's not because it's offensive. It's because it's not funny it's or not boring. Funny. It's boring. And the spaghetti thing takes too long. It's a pacing breaker, and it's all dreadfully underexposed again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really hard to see, but you know, in the when they're actually stealing the guns, I don't see any guns on no. the yeah. samurai lady. They don't steal any guns. They just ruin dinner. Yeah, pretty all much. All that happens is he dumps spaghetti on himself. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, good. I'm glad you guys didn't like it. We can skip it. Um, they get all the guns. Uh, they do some par- target practicing, which now they're super prepared. They shoot guns one time, and now they're super prepared to take on a drug crime syndicate. Except for when... The younger Reed and the older Reed, she tries to show her and she doesn't do it right. And she almost kills everybody and runs mm-hmm, off sad. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And this is when I officially realized they're two different people because I figured they couldn't do split screen in the movie. <laughs> it's like, yep. Unless it's in a montage. Yeah, Sam, those are two different people. Yeah. Well, you know, she throws the gun down mm-hmm. like, and I'm like, <laughs> okay. After now, this she, is the 70s. That gun might go off and still fucking kill someone. Right. It was right after she almost shot him. too. Yeah. yeah. Well, she she's not part of the, the the team yet. She's mad because she keeps screwing up, and she really wants to be part of this team of elite sexy ladies. Yeah, well, you know you gotta do what and you, a high school teacher. Yeah, you know you you gotta do what you're good at, right? She should stay at home and talk on the phone. Right. She should listen to phone calls. And she'd be good at that. Who's your favorite boy? Because mine's Billy. <laughs> there isn't a Billy. Oh no. I've been caught. <laughs> um th- so now they're ready to take on the drug compound. One slight problem, there's a big drug shipment coming in. So they have to stop the drug shipment from coming to the compound before they can blow up the compound because so, if they blow up the compound once the drug shipment shows up at the compound, then they don't have room for the scene because all the drugs will have been exploded. I have no idea why this scene exists. I don't either. I don't either. I know why. Bikinis. They're all in bikinis. Yeah, so they tie Darby Hinton up. Uh, they go and nab him from the gas station while he's filling up his vet that i guess stays there forever um and uh they threaten him with a samurai sword to his beanbag uh if he doesn't tell him where are the drugs and he i guess does what kind of drugs this is the part that doesn't make any sense to me so what does the compound do do they make drugs they process the drugs that's my understanding process them how like put tags on them the world's processing center for all the drugs is well, what they say. it's a chicken coop in a shed. They process them. What process? They, I think they, they're the cutting process. them with like flour and detergent like they say in the 80s movies. Except yeah. for slight problem with that whole thing. You can't cut weed with anything Cigarette. Uh, other than more weed. Oregano. 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 And then when they nab the drugs at the end of this scene they dump them out on a table and it's all fucking lewds, dude. It's pills, yeah. yeah you well, can't cut lewds. They bring in the other ones and one of them is obviously cocaine. It's white powder in a bag. Okay, There's- so one small section of this chicken coop is dedicated to cutting cocaine 
what are the rest of the guys doing? They're are, putting everything in baggies. Did anybody figure out what these containers that they were in were? They're like bongo drums. But are they like for shark fishing or something? <laughs> I don't know. They look like giant floats. What? What's you fishing with? Drugs or something? Drugs or something? Yeah. And then they come in on rubber boats. Right. Like Zodiacs. Yeah. Like, so the drugs came from close enough that they don't need to be on boats is what you're telling Correct. me. Correct. <laughs> yeah. It's just right over there. Yeah. Why don't you just drive or walk? Where are you getting all the lewds from? Just right over there. The lewd farm, of course, for on me, 35th Street. It seems like the drugs came from the processing plant. They drove them out to the ocean. They're bringing them by boat to the beach. Mm-hmm. And they're bringing them back to the processing plant. all part of the process. That is a process. <laughs> they could eliminate some steps. They need to get the Lean Sigma in there. So, after more hijinks and busty shots, uh, they end up getting these drugs. They now are able to go back to the head of the task force of drug sure. stings for Earth and say, hey, look at what we did. And he's like, my hair's still messy. I still haven't came. Yeah. <laughs> So I still think it should be a three-way split on this where you're like, he endorses them to keep going. Jackie says he tells them to stop. And I say that I can't tell what's happening here. (laughs) Yeah, I'm with you. I'm pretty sure he was like, what the fuck is this? Why are you bringing these lewds in here? And then she's like, oh, there's more where that came from. And then all the ladies march in in their bikinis Uh with more drugs. And he's like, whoa, stop that. You're fucking stop it. He clearly hates women. Like, it's just so, it's not even that he's like, Women shouldn't be on the job. He's like, you with your tits and shit, get out of here. I hate him. I don't think he likes anything. He doesn't like anything. Well, at least he's in a conference room this time. Yeah. With right. more than one light. Um, Cut to Jack Palance. Uh, we should probably uh, introduce Peter Lawford at this point in time because I guess he's Jack Palance's boss. Yeah. He's the head of the head of crime. He's the major... He's he's Mr. Big. Yeah, right. Uh, whose job is to just hang out by the pool in a bathrobe and be drunk and tell Jack Palance his business. Yep. Well, <laughs> he's got do. a dog that he's trained. <laughs> Come on. He did something. Train this dog not to eat treats right away. Yeah, that takes some, that takes an afternoon. Yeah, because you know, it's like those dogs, you put the treat on their nose and then they don't eat it until you tell them to. Uh, but this dog, you can just throw stuff down in front of him. And he's like, no, I'll wait. You know, I, I got to say, if I was to be the head of a um, a major drug operation, I would also like to sit poolside and dress like Ric Flair. That's because he's wearing Ric Flair's fucking bathrobe and his hair. Yeah. It's awesome. <laughs> Every time I see Ric Flair from now on, I'm going to be like, so after the match, what you doing, Rick? <laughs> you got something on the side, buddy? I do like Ric Flair. Yeah, he's the best. I don't think he had anything on the side. Side of awesome. Well, yeah, this one. I mean, you can't have. <laughs> there isn't a side left when you're that awesome. Do you think he ever washed his underwears that he wore up there? I'm sure. I don't think you could have back then because I think that all the sparkle and shit would have fallen off. So those are just like the stinkiest wrestling underwears you've ever seen. His name is the Nature Boy, Sam. It's pretty natural to uh, not bathe your drawers. It was before Febreze, too. 
<laughs> that would be some stinky matches. Ric Flair, the inventor of Axe Body Spray. <laughs> oh, I think they probably all just use Gold Bond, right? That's why it was on AM radio. Right. Gold Bond, because we all know that nobody washes their underwears. Because, yeah, if I know one thing about wrestlers, they all love AM radio. <laughs> <laughs> what else are you going to listen to when you're traveling from town to town? The FM cuts out right outside of city limits. you got to listen to... What was his name? The rest of the story? Uh, Walter Cronkite. No. Bob. Lost it. I'm... Paul Harvey. Paul Harvey, yeah. You're right, everybody right. listen to Paul Harvey. What was Walter Cronkite's closing? And that's it for me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and that's... Time to turn it off. <laughs> Cut, so to, it was Cut to commercial, <laughs> folks. <laughs> no, Walter Cronkite had a closer, He too. did have a closer. It wasn't Good Night and Good Luck. And it no, wasn't, that's it was Murrow. Just, yeah, that was Murrow. Dan Rathers was... was it, uh, that's the way it is? Yeah, and that's the way it is. That's right. Yeah. 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 Well, that's kind of... Uh, it's got some, some gall right there. <laughs> if it didn't come out of my mouth, it's not fucking true, you cocksuckers. Yeah, that's when the news still had integrity. That's I mean, true. That's how that's how Burgundy got set up with and go fuck yourself. <laughs> go fuck yourself. <laughs> that would be a good closer at this point. Because yeah, why not? They're just going to go fuck. They're just going to cast stones at you on Twitter no matter what you say. Yeah, we're anyway. not. We're, we're not going to close with uh, get to the chopper anymore. <laughs> and go fuck. Go yourself. fuck yourself. <laughs> I'll see you in our hell. opinion on the film is the right one. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I'm Sam and I'll see you in hell. <laughs> you dirty son of a bitches. <laughs> yeah. All right, um, <laughs> so the ladies, uh, uh, they've still got Darby tied up in the garage. and For two days now. For two fucking days. He's covered in his own piss and shit. He can't move his arms. Uh, he hasn't ate, hasn't drank. He's dying, and they're going to smash his head with a van from the, or a tire from the van. Yeah. Like they're going to crush him with the van, basically. Yep. Unless he tells them... More or, or promises to stop dealing to kids, I think. I can't. I think they need That's to That's what I think. They want to know where the Big Shot's house is. Yeah. They're half-baked because they're like, tell us where... The compound. They haven't blown up the compound yet. But they also didn't need to kidnap him at all. I don't even know. I don't know. Meanwhile, Joe from the convenience station that has the Camaro at it has been driving that Camaro and getting pussy for like the last two days. It's not a Camaro. It's a Stingray. Yeah. Yeah. But either way, he's, he's borrowed that car for a couple of days. Yeah, they let him go, and he he promises to never sell drugs anymore. And so they let him go, and he goes home, and he packs up, and I guess that means he's got to get out of town now. Maybe because Jack Palance is like going to do that uh, Yakuza thing, you know, start taking uh, phalanges. Yeah, something. You're either going to sell the drugs, or I'm going to smoke your finger, because I hear... Uh, Blood is great. <laughs> Blood is great. For smoking. <laughs> Supposed to be tastier than a tampon. Heard it on a podcast. Um, Yeah, because he shows up. Jack Palance pulls up and he's like, hey, what the fuck do you think you're doing, Buster? Where are you going with that suitcase? I just want to talk to you. Darby Hinn could have totally said, I need to fucking go to Palm Springs and see my mom. Sure. Instead, he runs away. He's it clearly is like, I just want to talk. Uh-huh. But he's not doing the thing where he's like, hey, man, don't worry. I just want to talk, which is obviously a lie. Right, right, right. Or we just need to talk, which is a lie. He's like, uh-huh. seriously, I'm just going to talk. God damn it. Where are you? What are you what doing? What are you doing? Now you're on a roof? There's nowhere to go from there. What it's are you doing roof. up there? And like, he climbs up there and he's like, 
you hit me with your luggage, and I'm not too mad about it. But you've fallen off the fucking roof. He just fell off the roof. Well, apparently he's... Pilots never leaves a finger on him. Apparently he's dead, though, after falling off of a two-story roof. Right! And he wasn't... It's not even a full fall because he was hanging. So he's fallen from his feet to the ground 11 feet, maybe? Right. He's dead from it. He's Maybe he landed on somebody's barbecue. He landed on his butt, and he probably broke his hip. (laughs) (laughs) Ooh, the stinger. And Uh, then that's what would be a good... Jack Pounds is like, hold on, I'm coming down. (laughs) (laughs) And then he's like, you really were just going to talk to me? Yeah, now you're... Fuck there, up, you're all. You have to go to the hospital. Yeah, you're a pilot. You don't yourself. have insurance because you're a drug dealer. Uh-huh. Insurance. This is 1979. What is that? No, you only really go to the doctor. You call the doctor and he shows up at the pool. Hey, he just he's he got gives like, you more penicillin because you you know why. Yeah, right. Meanwhile, the chief of the drug task force is trying to pull out some... Is that what he uh, is, a chief? I think you're using... I think that's pretty generous here. He's he's trying to pull out some Petersillin. Thanks for uh, fucking up my joke there with your... Oh, I think think we're going to make commentary about the movie right now. I'm trying to make a joke about him pulling on his ding-dong. Petersillin? (laughs) Yeah, Petersillin. Petersillin? Because he's got the psoriasis from jacking off too much? I don't even know. It's trying to make some mayonnaise. Oh, boy. <laughs> and you get STDs from that. I'm this many. Um, so now we've caught up to the opening of the movie, finally. They've blown up the compound. It's go time, I yeah. guess, even though the movie's over. So maybe, they go to the hot springs. Yeah, right. Oh, they blow up uh, somebody chasing them. They don't die. Yeah. Uh, they shoot him with fucking rockets. Uh-huh. Their car explodes from the inside. Yeah. And two guys walk out of it after skidding uh, to a stop. And they figure that's the end of this chase. Yeah. So they go to the hot springs. They go to the fucking hot springs. And everybody just strips down to their underwear. Because they're a sexy team of ladies, Jackie. That's what you do after you blow up a bunch of drugs. That's not what I would do. You go swimming topless. Well, this you, is normally you go swimming topless. but So what you do after you blow up these drugs and you get to safeties, you look at each other and go, fuck, I bet there was a bunch of money in there that we should have stole because nobody is paying for this shit. Ooh. Well, I think the actress is putting the bill for this shit. <sighs> the only way you pay for shit like this is to rob the drug dealers. Correct. I mean, we've all seen a certain movie called Hell Squad. A, Hell Squad, they go back to the bathtub yeah. after successfully stealing all of the money. And they don't even know if the people they're killing are terrorists. Right. They could be Jeff. Could be anybody. Yeah, Jeff and Craig. We blew them up and stole their money. Let's but get topless. They got to point, you know, plan, point B, steal the money. Right. Exactly. And there's no point, point C. Profit is doesn't exist without stealing the money. And get them out. Yeah. Well, you get the money. The other stuff is, you know, get them out if you can. Right. These ladies, they don't get money and get, they don't get them out, but they do go to the hot springs. Uh, where they proceed to get nabbed. Because it's that are... just on the other side of the fucking compound. And no one stopped chasing them. No. They walked to them. <laughs> and the creepy old man cowboy's like, I'm not going to do anything that you wouldn't like. Mm-hmm. Bunch of... So you're going to make us ribs? <laughs> awesome. <laughs> and that's Damn. why, Sam, if we ever get kidnapped, you can't come. <laughs> <laughs> just let me do the talking. Yeah, so like... you guys are making ribs, and then I get... Hit with the butt of an M16. <laughs> Someone yells Getty Mao at me. I'm not sure. Um, the teacher isn't nabbed. 
Um, she was making a phone call or something. I don't know. Uh, but she gets on the turret and stops that old shit. So they're yeah. okay. Peter Lawford is not happy about uh, this whole operation getting exploded because now there's no processing of drugs in the world. Okay. Um, and and uh, his fucking painting is ruined. Yeah, right. <laughs> and they tried to do a scene his, where he was standing up and he couldn't do it. Yeah, he's still leaning up against a chair during the scene. Yeah, he was on a stool. Yeah. And when the only time we see him standing up, he's holding on to a girl. Yeah, right. He can't actually stand up on his own. He's that drunk. Awesome. Uh, Somehow they know who the teacher is. So Jack is like, I'm going to go get her. So they found a pair of wire cutters that Uh have her fingerprints on them that they already ran. Uh And then Dot Matrix printed out her whole face. That makes sense. And then handed it to Jack (laughs) Palance. You know, they do a lot of the fingerprints on teachers so Uh that they can convict you later. Right. And then when you're doing your crimes that you're obviously going to do because you want to help children. And then take a picture and convert it into ASCII format so you can print it on a dot matrix. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, that's uh, step 101 of the... Uh, it actually was drawn California with education and, system. With I's and O's by one of the guys that works for him. It was really artistic. He does tigers, too. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he's only doing the drug business, Sam, until his art career takes off. That's called ASCII, Sam, just so you know. Okay. You stupid fucking moron. How dare you not know anything about dot matrix printing, printing. And, and I's and O's <laughs> I used to draw jets blowing up tanks on graph paper, and I would make Rock Me Like a Hurricane guitar sounds. Yeah, F-15s are fucking awesome. If you rock someone like a hurricane, what are you doing? You're twirling around in there. Knocking them over. <laughs> My trailer! <laughs> Doesn't sound good when you really think about it. <laughs> um, would, uh, like, if you're really jamming out hard to win the levy breaks, is that getting rocked like a hurricane? Oh, no. Is that too soon? That's No, that's, that's the New Orleans. Is that too soon? It's too soon. Damn you, Led Zeppelin. You're, you you're like Nostradamus. You knew. Okay, Jackie's like, let's Led Zeppelin. Uh, <laughs> har har, I know that they sing that one song from the Thor movie. Yeah, right. There you go. That's the perfect way to describe <laughs> it. Well, that's the worst way to describe it right there. Okay. Hey, Sam got to sing on this episode. Yeah, but I was talking about blowing up tanks, which is awesome. Dude, it, there's there's states where it's illegal to cover Zep, Jackie, and you just did it. You could be thrown in jail. Like like Nobody's going to recognize that as Led Zeppelin. Let's be honest. If this, is, if this is North Korea, you go away for covering Zed Zeppelin. Um. So he he Jack Palance goes and finds the teacher and he's like I'm going to I'm going to do bad things to you unless you tell me who you are. And then she fucking beats his ass and puts him in the car. She just kicks him in the nuts and punches him in the face and he goes right Ooh. down. Ah, I didn't do a good job right here. No, he's not he's he needs some muscle. <laughs> he needs I a man. He's in a He needs Robert Zadar. He's a business specialist, maybe, and he does a good job at that, but he definitely needs somebody. You need a man. Yeah, he needs a man. Yeah, because he just gets whipped, and then she's like, call the ladies to the student. We gotta, we're we going to meet up at HQ. 
Uh, and she's like wrangling him back in the car, and he bonks her against the cushy roof of the. She goes down. Cadillac. She's less tough than him. Right. So she's kidnapped. She got bonked by foam. It's a headliner. Yeah. There is less. It's a Cadillac. There's foam in there, Sam. Yeah, but it's only like a quarter inch between that and maybe some aluminum. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, so she's nabbed. They, he takes her up to Peter Lawford's house, uh, but not before the teen hops onto the bumper of a Cadillac with her butt cheek. Yeah, just rides the bumper. You can't ride a bumper of a Cadillac. No. Like, she's not on her bike. She's not doing a hooky bob, and she's not pulling a Marty McFly here. She's Her sitting. butt is on the... She's sitting on the bumper. She doesn't even have a good place to grab the side or the back of the car. It looks awful, and I fear for the stunt person. Well, I think they're they're uh, roped in through the trunk. Oh, I'm sure, but dude... It's still, you could... It could go south on you pretty fast. Yeah, how do you stay... Like, you have to be pulled hard against that trunk to fucking not fall yeah. off. Oh, man. And then I'm thinking about the bird box that we talked about last week. Oh, and boy. I'm thinking, how many teenagers would try it to, to boogie board on the back like that? Yeah. Like, oh, I'm going to hang on to your bumper. So this go. is a big thing. Teenagers will try anything. Yeah, they will. Well, they shouldn't watch this because hashtag Cadillac bumper challenge. Yeah, right. The challenge is to sit on there for two seconds, let alone when it's moving. (laughs) That's the problem. Nobody's going to get real hurt because you just can't stay on it at all. You got to eat some Tide Pods first before you start this, though. Um, She falls off and dies. (laughs) She eats some major shit. Sure enough, they go around a corner and she falls off. Yeah. Appears to have broken her spine in several locations. It looks bad. Yeah. Um. Okay. Up at the pool of Peter Lawford's, they've got the uh, the teacher. They like you sleep with the fishes now, Jimmy the Greek, and toss her in with a chafing dish. With a chafing dish. Let's tie her down, boys. She's got chafing dish galoshes now. Yeah. What? Well, it's only on one foot. Hopefully she's really bad at swimming to begin with. And then they've got her body tied to a to rope a that they can pull her up. I don't know if this is real crime stuff here. Boys. No, I don't think it is. <laughs> this is a terrible plan. Oh, it's so weird. Um, And not to mention, save yourself, kick off your shoe that the thing is tied to correct. and swim away. Yeah. Oh, well, she can't because they've got her around the waist with another then rope. Then pull that other guy in. He's she. Well, yeah. Um. You know, be part of a sexy fighting elite lady squad thing. She seems to just be standing in the pool and they're kind of tugging on her. Yeah, right. She's not really drowning. Um, The others pull up in the van and they find the teenager. She's okay. And they're like, all right, you two get out and run up the hill. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> run five miles up the hill. It's like with a, heels on and no bra. Yeah, that's a tough. That's like a that's a rough one. That's, We're going to drive up later. <laughs> I think the van actually might overheat going up the hill. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Let alone whether a human could do it. Yeah, I mean, we we all know that it probably took them at least a week to get the van in, in fighting order, right? Uh-huh. Sure. So they're probably down to like maybe a week, week and a half before that van explodes due to warranty oh, no, issues. we had a 78 GMC van and you couldn't go up a hill without it overheating. No, Oh, you my God. Yeah. The radiators weren't big enough. There wasn't enough room in the fucking things. They get the van up there, and they start blasting everybody. Now, here's the fun thing. They start blasting everybody. They're shooting guys left and right. People are dying here. People are dying now. What happened at the beginning of this movie? Why couldn't they shoot anybody? 
Like, why was it a G.I. Joe fight at the beginning? And now suddenly this movie, well, it's borderline PG now. Like, is it like Frankenhooker where you have a body count to get into PG? Probably. No, oh, that so sucks. Because all these guards are dying. All of, all of Peter Lawford's guys are getting dead. I could easily see that there would have been an alternate cut where people were dying at the, a couple of them anyway, yeah, at a couple the of uh, them. first shootout, because most of them do make it to the uh, the standoff at the hot springs. Right. Uh, and the most disturbing thing about this whole fight scene uh-huh. was when Jack Palance comes down the stairs. Oh, boy. And you can see his wiener. Yeah, it's very the 70s, clearly. Jackie. He's not wearing any underwear. Everybody underoos. wore loose pants. And he's his wiener is, bam, center screen. I mean, you're okay. I've got wiener, uh, wiener vision. <laughs> wiener vision. <laughs> so if there is an exposed, somewhat exposed wiener on the screen, I am going to see it. And this is obvious wiener time. Uh, check yourself, gentlemen, is what she's saying. If you're listening to the podcast, she will spot your dick. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Um, My powers are way more sophisticated than that. Sophisticated powers. <laughs> sophisticated wiener spotting powers. Dick spottage. Um, Keiko gets shot, the uh, kung fu expert. Sure. Uh, someplace. I don't I know. I guess. Yeah, and I she, guess she's dead. No, she's fine. She's fine? Yeah, she's like, oh, I've been shot. They're like, are you okay? She's like, yeah, I think so. Let's go get pie. Yeah. Um, Maybe they robbed this place. Yeah, probably. Somebody they drives. To rob someplace. Somebody <laughs> drives the dirt bike over a ramp and into the pool. It's a pretty sweet stunt. The oh, stunt that's lady the stunt does. lady does. Mm-hmm. The only mm-hmm. time the person qualified to ride the motorcycle rides it, they crash it. Yeah, right. Uh, huh. Exactly. Uh, she does that to save the teacher from drowning, I guess. I don't know. They get her out. Uh, they all hug. Jack Palace shows up and shoots the teenager. Yeah. And then they're like. Don't die, Jack Palance, because they've all got him. Like they've all got guns. And they're yeah. like, "Hey, Buster, don't die." But so how they, does Jack Palance get in with the dog? They, they handcuff him and put him behind a fence, and there's that's where the Rottweilers at. So he gets eaten by a dog, <laughs> which I think is way worse than being shot. Oh, of course, of course. But it's very, it's inhumane. <laughs> it is. Well, they look like they feel bad about it. Like when the dog first attacks them, they're like, "Oh, oh, I didn't know that was in there." We've got other stuff going on. Let's go. Right. Yeah, I didn't get that impression. I kind of thought they were like, oh, man, that, that is bad luck for you. Eh, oh, well, fuck it. And they just kind of turn around then and walk away. Then why don't they fucking shoot him while he's holding a gun at him? That's the weird thing. Bang, I've shot one of you. And they're like, freeze, mister. We're going to lock you up. Yeah, no, it was the odd thing is they're like, you are the one who's going to see justice here. Yeah, we're taking you in. I'm telling you, it's the power of the wiener pants. Hmm. They were all like, oh, my God. Oh, that man's getting turned into shit. Uh-oh. Well, whatever. <laughs> they wouldn't want to shoot him, but now that he's getting eaten by a dog, whatever. Yeah. 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 Okay. We'll let him have it. Um, Peter Lawford comes out and is about to waste him, but then the teenager shoots him in the ass, what appears to be the ass. Yeah, he just falls over. He's so drunk in this, his squib explodes, and there is about... Six frames before he notices that uh-huh. he's been shot. <laughs> and then he looks over like, what? Hey. They're like, everybody? fall down. Is that? Oh. Uh, Mr. Lawford, you've <laughs> been shot in the ass and you're dead. Let, let go of that woman's arm. What? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> 
I shot you. Uh-uh. I bet they had minimal time when he between him hitting the water before they had to cut the camera and fish him out. Right. <laughs> in fear of him drowning. Uh, Mr. Lawford? Get him out of there. Get him out of there. Get him out of there. <laughs> oh, boy. And then the t- they go over to the teenager, and she's like, so... Did I make the team? Yeah. And cut to credits. I guess she did. I think she is. Oh, she's part of the team now. Sure. What well, I also think she's dead. She got shot in the shoulder. Yeah, she's fine. But, you know, I'm thinking to myself, like, it would have been way better if they would have been like, no, you're like 16. Yeah, she shouldn't be a part of this team. This team shouldn't exist. No, the uh, team shouldn't exist. I don't know. With, the, with everything that these guys have done and their grab-assiness, I think that they like don't care and they let her bleed out does she go to the hospital she needs to go to the hospital yeah i don't think she makes it to the hospital. like this whole aftermath of like what can happen next she's bleeding uh-huh. they've killed people I think there's a man be- slowly being eaten by a dog i think they get in that pool i think they take their clothes off and get job done yeah i mean and then they've get in the demonstrated pool and she bleeds out that they, they want to have a pool party more uh-huh. than anything because they go to hot springs right? after blowing up the compound she's dead man Teenage doesn't make it. Maybe she just holds onto her arm tight enough that she doesn't. Nope. Don't think it works like that. It's only a 38. It's a flesh wound. <laughs> they just give her the keys to the van. They're like, you can make it down the hill, right? I got shot in the arm. They like, well, the next day. So are you ready to go swimming? The police are there and she's still sort of alive. It was like, well, had she not taken so many quaaludes and passed out sitting up, she'd be dead right now. But somehow she's still alive. She's propped up by drugs. Yeah. Okay. So you think they're she wrong. doesn't bleed out because she was sitting up when she fell asleep. So you think that they're taking their own that that's their money that they steal is the drugs and they're using. Well, they're adults. Yeah. She's not. So she. Yeah. But they you're didn't sell them to her. They just give them to her. That's everybody's fine. on drugs. Is sure. what you're saying. It's okay. The seventy nine. Right. Okay. All right. Even though this, they're they're making a statement about you know they're not taking down the drug cartels, Sam. Yeah. They're on the drugs. More drugs for me. That's the name of this game. <laughs> All the drugs. Okay. All right. I like that theory. Well, the one model says that, oh, he's the one that got me hooked on it. That's so true. you only know it's a matter of time before she's like, hey, try this. You're like, no. I'm like, oh, just try it. Dude. They all giggle. And then, then oh, boy. So uh, you got any more of those lewds? Yeah, exactly. <sighs> okay. Well, my first question, did they all go to prison? They should. Do they? No. Okay, what happens? What happens after this? We know that the cops show up, according to Sam. Yeah. He says the next day. I think it's like within minutes. Sure. Uh, they shot guns in the hills of uh, of L.A. Yeah. Um, I think the cops are on their way. I think that they get down into some bathing suits and they pretend like they were floozies that were at the mansion okay. at the time of the shooting. What about that one that's hide. bleeding out? She didn't make it into the, the pool house in time. Oh, so she just... Is a walker by got took one and uh yeah do you get in trouble if you're like a drug lord guy's bikini ladies like no. when the cops raid the place nope you not just usually. like run away holding your breasts and go ee. yeah and they're like oh, it's not worth the paperwork and then you nudge the other guy and go oh yeah those are boobies <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly how it goes yeah. i like those yep <laughs> cool show us your tits okay get out of here yep Let's enforce the law. Mm-hmm. Okay, I, that's a good that's a good strategy, Jackie. That's what I would do. I mean, fucking. Except that Christians, there would be no bikinis my size, and I'd be like, 
Uh, hey! Oh, God, this, this top is really tight. I can't breathe. Christian Slater well, really so, could like, took a check. Somebody that looks like me during the drug raid, I just have to ask like I'm the help. Right. Like, I just put on my best Spanish accent and grab a dish. Put like, a taco <laughs> on it and be like, Ay! Ay! Oh, don't me La migra! And then I run. <laughs> These trees aren't going to cut themselves! <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I don't know if they'd buy it. <laughs> but you, you would be fucked. Yeah, you're blonde. Yeah, you're blonde here, blue eyed. They'd oh, be yeah. like, no, I'm, I'm clearly, that guy's part of the drug cartel. Yeah, yeah I'm, going, I'm going to life. I put on a bikini. <laughs> hey, boys. Nope, not cutting it, Buster. Uh, all right, they don't go to prison. Do they ever form up again and uh, do something else? They've taken down all the drugs. What would be next for them? Prostitution rings. Yeah. Sex trafficking. And they they would know how to do it because they've all been prostitutes, you know? Kids that are in detention. Kids that are in, they're going to bust up detention. <laughs> they're going to set those kids straight. They're going to be mm. undercover breakfast club. <laughs> <laughs> Only the principal gets dead, and then they do go to prison. <laughs> right. All right, who's got one? What happens with the guy that's the the chief of world undercover drugs? I guess he's out of a fucking job is what's does he happen. have a job to begin with um is he freelancing i don't know i don't know either but i don't think he gets a promotion no probably not no these ladies put you, all the evidence up their nose and then killed everybody yeah plus when you've already when when you're him and you're there you've already received a severe demotion yeah right you let a woman he's like take milk. down yeah Yep. Yeah, no, he, uh, he, he, whatever. I think he just keeps doing his thing, man. Whatever that may be. Working out of a closet and jerking, jerking off a lot. Yeah. I have no questions. Weird. Um, so what was the deal with Duke Mitchell? Was he just too expensive for this movie? <laughs> Why can't you get Duke Mitchell, guys? <laughs> All right, that's not my I real I actually question. have an answer for okay. that. All right. They have to keep it PG. Yeah, right. They're one second of Duke Mitchell on screen, and that shit is rated R. Even if he doesn't say anything, the MPA is like, we there. know exactly nope. uh-uh. who that fucking <laughs> nope, is. Nope, nope, nope. This shit is rated R <laughs> no, now. no, 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 no. Um, does anybody give a shit about Bobby? Or are these ladies just really fucking does, pissed about something? Do they just want to kill some guys? I think they're tired of being they objectified, all, and they just want to kill some guys. They all had some connection a loss connected to drugs uh-huh. that is poorly explained during a voiceover before we meet every one of them okay so bobby is just a catalyst sure it could have been phil the milkman who yeah. got beat up by a drug dealer and they're like lock and load we've been waiting this is the one we've been waiting for yep well, shots how, fired how many people is this teacher like seen go the way of the drugs. I mean, she'd been working on it for two years. Well, it's yeah. 1979. You know. So, <laughs> 77, she started taking notice of this drug issue. Man, all my kids are high. And I think that maybe high. the blonde lady's the first one that she finds that has enough money to do anything about it. Right. The broker. Okay, all the right. The checkbook. Yeah. She yeah. has a calculator on her checkbook. It's pretty fucking cool. That means she's rich. Yeah. Okay. Meanwhile, she's written all these checks and Alan Hill Jr., her manager, has actually stolen all her money and made off with it. She's been bouncing checks to fight crime this whole time. All right. 
what you got next, Sam? Next week's moving. No, what's you, what's your question? Oh no, that was my only question. Was oh. you, you well when you said what happened to Billy mm. just now? Because that's like he just fucks off. He He's never in the movie yeah, again. So my only two questions: What happened to Billy and what happens to the police guy? Yeah, because they both just fuck off and they're not in the movie anymore. Uh, Billy dies. Uh, that's as much from as being kicked twice yeah, yeah, or from dead. smoking bunk drugs. He's dead. They don't care. So I guess we don't care. Sure. Yeah. All right. Uh, final recommendations. Uh, I'm going to start uh, because it's my movie. Uh, it's a do for me. This movie's ridiculous. I don't know what's up with the low ratings. It's got everything anybody could want as far as a sexy lady team, uh, except for boobs. Um, but there's enough fucking topless or uh, uh, brawlish shit here to to fill that in. I mean, this is like one of the most brawlish movies I've ever seen in yeah. my life. It's, um, it probably, I mean, I can't say that it shouldn't be PG, but yeah, it's, uh, it's a lot of swinging udders, dude. Yeah. Um, so, uh, but either way, as, as even aside from that, it's ridiculous. It's over the top. It's corny. It's dumb. Uh, and it's a lot of fun. I it just. If it wasn't for that, those the fucking beach scene and the the C. Thomas Howell, the C yeah. is for crap um, scene, like it would be electric shit. But those two take it down at least a star for me. So it's still a do. It's still an easy do. But and it being on Amazon Prime, mega do. Uh, Sammy, I'm gonna give it a do for all those reasons as as well. The same thing. Like it's not a mega do. It's just a do. Mm-hmm. Um, it does get a little boring here and there, but it's got, it's so stupid. It's got cool cars. It's got, got everything you need. And it's only about 93 minutes. Something like right. That. Right. Jackson. Mm, um, I'm kind of split on this cause I'm with okay. Sam. I, I mean, I agree with both of what you guys are saying about mm-hmm. the good aspects of the film. Um, the car, the, the Corvette really does make the, the movie for me. Um, <laughs> The Corvette is awesome, and it's barely in the movie. Right. Yeah. Um, but on the same token, I, I was kind of bored here and there. Yeah. No, those two those two um, scenes just need to go away. Yeah. But I, I, uh, I guess I'd still give it a do. Okay. Um, it was it was entertaining. Huh. I I really like it. I think it's I think it's bullshit to the max. Um, for me, so. But either way, three dues from us, and uh, it being on Prime, that means uh, you can also do it on Rift Tracks as well. They've they've done this on uh, their business as well. I would recommend it. That's how Jackie and I discovered it. Um, so we are out of time this week, so no streaming do's and don'ts. Sam, next week, are we finishing this shit, we're, please? We're finally finished with this shit next week. Oh, thank God. Uh, Batman and, and Robin. Robin. Yeah. Uh, Clooney, Nipples, Schwaz, Man Butt. Schwaz is going to be on again. Schwaz is Man Butt, I believe. Mm, oh, no way. Alicia Silverstone as <laughs> Batgirl. <laughs> I hate this movie. I, I don't think I've ever it. seen it. Yeah. Oh, boy. It's awful. It is painful. You know a movie I really like that has Alicia Silverstone in it is Clueless. That movie's funny. Uh, it's awesome. Oh, that's super yeah. funny. Clueless is great. Um, yeah, so find Batman and Robin. Um, suffer with us because it's in my bottom suffrage list. That's um, uh, one of my most hated films. But absolutely. at the same time, we're going to discover, do I hate Batman Returns more than Batman and Robin? Mm, interesting. All right. Get to the chopper. Visit us at www.stinkermadness.com. Follow Stinker Madness on Twitter at Stinker Madness. Please rate and review us on iTunes and Stitcher. Thank you for listening and get to the chopper.